you see the people at the CrossFit Games, and yes, they're all beautiful and fit and whatever, but that is not what the average CrossFitter is or what they look like or what their goals are. Like mm -hmm. most people's goals are to feel great and look great and chase after their kids and be able to hike and do all these things. So I always, when people say like, I'm not fit enough to start CrossFit, I'm like, you need to change your perspective, you know? I am an everyday athlete. I am an everyday Good afternoon, everyone. This is Jared Bass with Mark McCain, and you're listening to Everyday Athlete, a podcast devoted to bringing you the amazing stories behind the lives of day-to-day -day CrossFit athletes like yourself. And today we have the the prestigious Melissa mm. Doss. Prestigious. I just I learned that <laughs> she one wasn't today. Ready for that. I learned that today. <laughs> I just picked that up. It's oh, like yeah. the, the word of the day. You've been practicing your words again, Jared. Yep, that's awesome. Hooked on phonics. That's oh my God, I remember is that why you clap? Clap it up. Yeah. Very phonetic. Um, so, Melissa, welcome. Thank you. How Thank are you? Thank you for having me. You're Thanks welcome. for doing it. I'm good. I'm good now. Yeah. It's been a stressful morning, but yeah. I'm good. Mm -hmm. uh, relax a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm, it's a safe place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell all your secrets. Um, so, usually, uh, again, this is for those of you guys just kind of uh, tuning in for the first time, really just trying to get a little bit deeper into what makes you tick. Um, obviously, you're. Uh, like Mark said, probably the, you're definitely the most advanced CrossFit athlete we've ever had here. Um, but on the same token, you are a real person with a real life, um, with a real job. Mm -hmm. And obviously, it's not just all about CrossFit. So that's like kind of what we want to do is figure out what makes you tick a little bit. Okay. So um, are you from Kentucky originally? I'm originally from Lexington. I was born and raised there, went to University of Kentucky for undergrad um, and then I moved with my husband to Dayton, Ohio for law school. And then about six years ago, we moved to Northern Kentucky. Are you a flyer? Are um, you a Dayton flyer? I mean, when I was there, I liked them, but I wouldn't go to Dayton to watch a game. I wouldn't go to Dayton for anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dayton is nice. I lived in Kettering and it had a, like a really cool park system and they had all kinds of like outdoor stuff. So Oh yeah, I do the strength training for Alters hockey team. So that's out in Kettering. Okay. Uh, so, so you go yeah, every do, now and then? I do go there. It's yeah. like it's like once once every uh, once a week right now, yeah. but because you know it's a ninety minute drive. Mm -hmm. So I made that drive for a whole semester. It's a little mm. from Dayton. Oh my yep. gosh. It was a lot. That is rough. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. No, thank you. I do it once a week, and that's enough for me. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's cool. So you are you are a lawyer, right? Mm -hmm. So you have you now have your own law firm. I do. It's two years, October first. So is that today, um, tomorrow. No, it's a Sunday. Sunday. Gosh. So we're close. Close. Congratulations. Thank you. That's that, a big accomplishment. Yeah. That is our. That's oh, my wow. year's anniversary wow. for this place, right? How about it? We should all buddies. go grab a drink. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Right now. Stop. <laughs> That's our anniversary. Um, well, it's very cool because that, that, that brings, I mean, a whole new element because obviously, you know, we have a lot of people here who are their own, their own professionals, right? They either have their own business or the family's kids and, and job. Uh, what, what is your kind of, I don't know, your, your mission, your motivation for, for the CrossFit style of things, right? I mean, because obviously you have a, you have a mantra for your professional side of things, but the fitness side of things, where does that play in your life? You know, when I first started CrossFit, I, um, I was actually studying for the bar and I started with a Groupon 
Um, it was like a three, three month Groupon mm-hmm. for whatever dollars. And I was like, this would be a really great stress reliever. Uh, I was running around the block and just like kind of tired of it. So I started CrossFit and I'm like, after these three months, I'm going to quit. Um, I just never had any expectations for it. And I honestly, like I immediately loved it. It's a really great stress reliever. And luckily, like I've been able to pick up things a little bit easier than other people. And just been, I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely work hard, but it comes a little bit more natural to me. Um, so I never like got into CrossFit to compete. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got in it to stay healthy and do something different. Um, so <laughs> like everybody, your first couple years of CrossFit or first few years, you're like a little bit obsessed, I would mm. say. Oh yeah. To put it mildly. Yeah. You get around, the, yeah. around this when people guess what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. To put it mildly. CrossFit. Yeah. So I was like all in those mm-hmm. first few years. And if you asked me back then, um, and I, I was working at a law firm, so my schedule was like, I mean, I was stupid. I was coaching at 5.30 and sometimes 6.30 in the morning, going to work at the firm from like 8 to 5.30 at night and trying to train competitively after. And I did that for like a couple years, and, and it pretty easily ran me into the ground. No, the, the, old, uh, no. the old adage of burning the candle at both ends. I have done that. I yes. have done it many times. Um, I forget what I was talking about. Just kind of getting started. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Well, you, so my you, brain. You, uh, I mean, this is probably like the third time Alex Scott has come up in this in the podcast. Mm-hmm. You actually, that's the first time I ever met you. Alex brought you to Covington and with Annie Weary, right? Yeah, like yeah. way back when. That was the first time I ever met both of you guys. Um, and I think again that primordial ooze of. CrossFit started in Northern Kentucky for a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Again, it was just a little bit less expensive than other places. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you saw a lot of, a lot of people who have now branched off either on mm-hmm. their own, uh, if so facto Mark and I, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, or just either gone well and above where they probably expected to go as far as skill level. I agree. Yeah. I remember what I was talking about. Okay. So I was like all in for the first years of CrossFit. I loved it. If you asked me what I wanted to do, you know, my husband would kill me, but I would probably say like, I wanted to quit my job as an attorney and, and like train full time for CrossFit <laughs> and like go to the CrossFit games and woohoo, um, all these things. So as like my career has progressed and as I've grown up a little bit, um, now CrossFit for me is like a really great stress reliever still. Uh, I kind of put it on the back burner the last couple years and have focused more on my work. Obviously, you know, when you own your own business, um, yes. it's not even that you don't have a lot of time to commit to CrossFit because I could probably make more time and train three hours every day if I wanted to, but um, I just don't, I don't want to. Uh, I, I honestly don't have time because it takes a lot, you know, like I, I have to do everything from marketing and getting clients and going to court and um, I still have a family and I hang out with friends and I, I try to do it all. Um, and for me, you know, CrossFit is like taking a little bit of a back burner. So I would say right now, uh, what CrossFit is for me, it's like a stress reliever. It's a chance to hang out with my friends and work out and I definitely want to still compete, but I'm kind of backing off a little bit personally from like the games being my goal. Yeah. I think now, I mean, ask me again in a couple of years maybe, but for now, right. Uh, so CrossFit's like, well, it, it, it has, we always say <laughs> to all of our people, cause you know, we have to show empathy for people to come through our door. I don't have, I don't personally have kids. Mark doesn't have kids, but you know, we're both getting to that point in our life where, you know, things are just getting busier and busier mm. and busier. 
And we always say real life happens, mm -hmm. you know, and you have a finite amount of energy during the day. And if you are, you can set that goal of I'm, I'm going to be gearing up for the open or for regionals. Mm -hmm. I'm going to gear up for that. Something else has, has mm -hmm. suffer. And it's usually going to be friends or family, mm -hmm. you know, that social aspect. Not that that's everything, but it has to be, it has to be some part of your life. And at a certain point, you have to ask yourself, is that where I'm going to go every time? Right. I think they just interviewed, uh, was it Dan Bailey? You know, mm -hmm. and they, were, they asked him, you know, like, do you want to go to the games? He's like, I don't want to anymore. Yeah. He's like, the, the, yeah. the, amount of, the amount of time and energy it takes um, to even get to, mm -hmm. uh, who, what was the announcer that said, you know, people, you don't, get to people don't understand yeah. how much, how good you have to be just to suck at this. You do. Right. You, you know? do. <laughs> it's unreal. Um, so for those of you, who, for everybody who doesn't, uh, maybe doesn't know, your your uh, story in CrossFit, how you've been to the games, um, how many times? So I started in 2013. Somehow I made it to regionals, I started 2012, April of 2012. So I came in when they were doing that burpee workout, the seven minutes of burpees. Oh, and, and, and you stuck with it, so. Well, I was yes. like, I don't yeah. even know what a freaking burpee is, but it looks fun. Um, so I started <laughs> then, and I made it to regionals as an individual, 2013, 2014 I went team. And we made it to the games and got second, which was second really, place at the CrossFit really, Games. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's pretty unreal. It was fun, and honestly, like I didn't. My team had the utmost confidence, but I was just on the team to mm -hmm. have fun and make mm -hmm. it to the games. And you know, I loved all the people on it. Yeah, I was yeah, all in. It's a good group. Yeah, um, twenty fifteen, I was an individual. Twenty sixteen, what year are we in? Twenty sixteen, I was an individual <laughs> too. Yeah, and then twenty seventeen, I was team. We made it to the games, and um, I watched the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, you had a little, little injury and yeah, <laughs> sidelined you yeah. to say the least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not what? trying to put it lightly, but yeah, it's it was it's it's obviously a tragedy, and, mm -hmm. and you're training and, and you fell and and got hurt a little bit, but you're you're back with with both feet on the ground now and, and making am. the comeback. I am. Where where do you think that that um, mentally put you? Because I I think would you? Because we talked a little bit. Um, when, when we asked you to come over, um, mm -hmm. it's really tough to, to mentally try and take a step back, mm -hmm. especially at the level you're at. Um, you know, where, where do you think that you would have been, maybe that not happened, or do you think that that was a good thing? I think maybe in the long run, I think we talked a little bit, like, mm -hmm. I think eventually this is going to be a good thing. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Right now, maybe a little bit tough. Um, so... So like we were talking about, like things suffer um, when you put other things before. So yeah. my plan this year, honestly, was for it to be like my last year trying to make it to regionals mm -hmm. and make it to the games. And then my husband and I were going to try to start a family. Mm -hmm. um, Daniel, we've been married for like eight years. And so that was our plan. And so for me, the worst part about my injury was like the timing. And I know that your plans fail all the time, but I'm like... A really big planner if you haven't sure realized I'm a type A so I like to plan things out and I know that it life doesn't work like that so when you have a plan and it falls through it was really hard um sure. for me like I still wanted to go to the games and support my team but sitting on the sideline like frankly sucked um sure. and I've had a pretty good attitude the entire time which helps and my teammates have been like super supportive but it, I'm not gonna lie, it was really hard. Um, so it sucks sitting on the side. It doesn't matter what the sport is. It sucks. You know, yeah. I, I, even even mm -hmm. as something as simple as any time I watch a mm -hmm. an intramural soccer game, you know, it's something that I I physically can't play I anymore. Agree. 
you know, uh, you want to be out mm-hmm. there and you kind of yearn for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when it's people that you've been training with all year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I was an individual and I broke my ankle, I would be upset obviously and it hurt. Um, but I wouldn't nearly be as upset as it was for like my team. I kind of felt like I was sure. hurting them as much as I was hurt because, yeah. you know, we've, we've meshed well. Um, so immediately after it happened, I was like, okay, so I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna try to go like one more year because you know you have that like initial, um, I don't know, just kind of like I'm not gonna give up. Yeah, that resolve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And put put some put some tussin on it, rub some dirt on it. It'll be fine. Yeah, you know. Some, well, hey, if the doctor said I'm gonna put your ankle back right and you know you can't hurt it worse, I would have probably tried. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But as time has gone on, it's been almost four months, and like as the time has gone on, like I'm really enjoying other things of life, like in life, and I've been like really busy with work and with like outside things and I'm starting to really enjoy it. So I'm not sure what I even want to do in the future, like going forward. So I, I think kind of like it was God's way of being like, Hey, Melissa, there's more to life than CrossFit and there's more to life than your plan because your plan is never the plan that I have. And so like kind of taking a step back and keeping things in perspective and maybe realizing that there's something else I meant to do. Sure. That's huge. Yeah. And, two things number one uh it just goes to show your character that you know you were being hurt you feel as if it hurt other people more than you and mm-hmm. i guarantee you it, they would probably feel the same way and that that's what makes a team a team right. right when you are all meshed and you know you understand each other to the point where like uh, you know i'm not i'm letting you guys down i feel so bad and they would say mm-hmm. the same thing like no mm-hmm. you're not <laughs> you know and and if someone someone else get hurt, they would say the same exact thing. Right. Um, and and two, just to your own resolve. I mean, you know, I, I think when there's a will, there's there's definitely going to be a way. And I think that you know, regardless of what, it's pretty obvious you're going to be successful whatever you put your mind to, right? Because because it's it's one of those things where you know if something if plan A isn't working we're going to find a plan B. And that's that's A, that's an entrepreneurship thing, right? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. everything's not going to work out in our favor all the time and you have to find right. plan C through through uh, G H you know? <laughs> Z. Uh, yeah, all the way all the yeah. way down the line because sometimes you have to go down that road to figure out what's going to work mm-hmm. best. So, um, so you have a relatively I should say short career. I mean, I just feel like I've been, we've been doing this for 2008, 2009, you started 2012 and picked up on it just like that. That's yeah. pretty awesome because, again, it takes a while f- to develop those not, skills. Not too many people are natural at CrossFit. Right. So you know, and one thing I definitely noticed first time I, I remember seeing you work out, I think it was the first year you went to regionals. They're like, oh, that girl's from Northern Kentucky mm-hmm. or whatever. I was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, it's that engine, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's that's that's one of the things where I see people, you know, coming here. And it's just that un, in, intangibles, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, whether it's like a quarterback in the pocket and they can just feel the presence, it's something you can't really teach. Mm-mm. So I feel um, that was what I was blown away by whenever I was watching you. I was like, man, she just doesn't stop. And, um, you know, when we just had a little competition here and the people that won, I was, I was, they were from actually Dayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's obviously. Hopefully they're not listening as I try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Kettering. Yeah. FYI. <laughs> go, go Flyers. Yeah. Uh, but, but in all seriousness, that was, you know, it was clear, you know, no matter what the test. And that's the cool thing about CrossFit, like the fittest should rise to the top. Mm-hmm. And when I saw them, even in the first workout, I was like, 
these guys are going to win mm-hmm. because they were just relentless mm-hmm. with their movements and uh, they moved well and so on and so forth. But anyway, don't know how we got there, but uh, just complimenting you uh, on being a ferocious kind of athlete. And I know that's tough and I commend you for, you know, one of the things that I wanted to jump in earlier on just, you know, you only have, you can only have so many passions, <laughs> you know? So if you're passionate about your business right mm-hmm. now and all in on your business, like we mm-hmm. said, all the things kind of suffer. But it's so hard, like you said, to be passionate about two things at once and then having that reframed perspective from an injury or something like that. I had a similar thing happen to me. High school football broke my wrist, um, you know, game seven out of ten in the season and I had to be on the sidelines the rest of the season. And it was it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like I didn't even want to go to practice mm-hmm. and watch because it was just I, I can't do anything and it, every, I tried that I would always yeah. live crying yeah it's, it's tough <laughs> yeah I can't go and uh, <laughs> even it got to the point where the coach had to have a conversation with me and just like you know hey look you're still a leader on this team and we still need you around and I needed him to tell me that because I felt disconnected mm-hmm. you know and it was it was hard because mm-hmm. it was like man I should be out there I should be the one you know doing this that or the other thing and uh, for me at the time I, mean, I was 16 or whatever at the time and again, we weren't going to going to state. You know, I feel like Uncle Rico right now. Yeah, yeah put me in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, would have won state. Uh, but in essence, you know, basketball season was next. And guess what? It got me. It was my right hand. I'm a right right hand at everything. All of a sudden, I'm in the gym, dribbling with my left hand. Mm-hmm. I'm figuring out things. You know, that maybe are a deficiency. I'm trying to make those strengths and. I think that's that's what you're doing you know you're not stopping you're not just like oh woe is me this is you know you're relentless and that's that's what's ultimately why you're such a winner so there's like a little screw loose in my brain i think Mm -hmm. you gotta be a little Um, bit yeah you gotta have a little bit for entrepreneurship and crossfit my husband always says so when something not when something gets hard he gives up by no means he's great at everything that he puts his mind to but he doesn't like going to that like pain cave and staying there yeah me either i i love it (laughs) there's something about there's something about being able to turn your brain off and letting letting the Mm -hmm. darkness seep in i love it just get tunnel vision you feel so accomplished yeah Mm -hmm. you're like i am so much stronger than my body is and i love that feeling and i think Mm -hmm. that's why i've been successful in crossfit because when it hurts i want to stop and sometimes i stop and get water or whatever but like i am not gonna quit Mm -hmm. um there's uh this this has come up this is maybe a phenomenon, whatever you want to call it, it, really just from talking to people on this podcast. But what do you think? Because this is something that I notice within just my training and applying it to everyday life, but it's really just the ability to solve problems better. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what you talked about, where you're like, there are a lot of times in your life where whatever it is that may be going on in your life, you may want to stop, but there's something that allows you to go on and I think a lot of it has to do with what happens down there on the floor. And I don't know why I get, I think it's just cause you, you realize that, you know, you're not going to die, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, you'll pass out you'll, before you die. You'll be fine. But, yeah. So <laughs> like, I don't know if you've noticed that with yourself, like when, <clears throat> when something else arises, like uh, I know I can get through this because of something I did in the gym. Like it sounds really silly to no, equate those two things, but uh, in, until you really experience it, mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. understand it. Yeah. You know? So I remember when I first started, like, yes, I had a great engine, but I, I never lifted a weight in my life (laughs) before. I never really did gymnastics. I was a competitive cheerleader. So I was always like flexible and I could do backflips and stuff like that. But I didn't know what a pull up was or a muscle up. And I remember like working on things and thinking, I'm never going to get a pull up. 
and then I'd get a pull up and then I'd get 10 and then I'd get whatever. And, and then the next thing, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure I can do this. And so as I started to like progress more and more, it doesn't have to be advanced, but say you want to lift a hundred pounds and you get to a hundred pounds, you're like, wow, I'm pretty, not awesome, but like I'm gaining confidence in my abilities. And so I know like anything that I decide to do, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Whether it be CrossFit or in my business, like opening a business is scary mm. as crap, honestly. Mm. But yes, you know, <laughs> I had little voices in my head saying like, well, what if you fail? And it's like, well, who freaking cares if you fail? What if you don't try? And yes. Yes. So that's been the worst thing you're going to have to do is go get a job. I agree. You know, and I worry about what people think about you, but like, I really don't care, you mm. know, um, but that's, that's powerful in so many ways. And, uh, I think one of the things that CrossFit does, and we've talked about this before is it's just that like self-awareness, <laughs> right. And how you can transition that over to your business. So like you mm -hmm. said, you're like, I gotta do the marketing. I gotta mm -hmm. do the sales. I gotta do the court and so on and so forth. And if you feel like you're lacking in one area, like CrossFit, right, it's gymnastics, mm -hmm. it's conditioning, it's strength, it's all these other things. And like when I know whenever I started, my glaring weakness was flexibility. So it was like, <laughs> man, dude, you're pretty strong, but like you gotta start working on mm -hmm. some mobility. And sometimes in the business, I think you look at that, that crossover too, or just in life, mm -hmm. like, hey man, you're really strong spiritually, but like you don't have, do you have emotions? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> or like you gotta kinda like bring these things out of you. So it's, it's, it's that's, you know, self-awareness is just so important. And I think CrossFit's definitely that, Unspe we specialize in not specializing mm -hmm. so it's um it's gonna shine a light into some areas and then you know ultimately through those kind of deficiencies if you can make them stronger just like in life i feel like you know and again there's there's something to be said about working your strengths and mm -hmm. hiring out your weaknesses and so on and so forth but at the same time like if you can just you know get a if you're bad at conversational skills or whatever right. it is um if you can work on those mm -hmm. and get those better ultimately your business is going to thrive too. I agree. So I always say work on your weaknesses and make your strengths stronger. So I don't mm. think you should neglect your weaknesses by any means because that's like saying in the gym, so I'm I'm really strong, so I could just lift all the time. Mm -hmm. I'd be an amazing lifter, mm -hmm. but if I can't do a muscle up or if I can't row 500, you know, 500 sure. meters or whatever, then that's going to lack. And yeah, like in the scoring system in some competitions, you are mm. benefited for getting a first place and a last place but I don't want to do that. You know, mm -hmm. I want to mm -hmm. get maybe a 15th place in a first place. So working on my weaknesses as well as working on my strengths, um, in business and in CrossFit is huge for me. Speaking to, uh, your, your talking, just talking about working on your weaknesses again, that, that, uh, chasing excellence book, that Ben Bergeron book when you know, talk, talk about Matt Frazier and he's like, mm -hmm. uh, he did something no one else wanted to do and went to a high school track coach and got beat by ninth graders for the whole summer. <laughs> Yeah. And they came yeah. out and whooped everybody in that sprint. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it just, you know, you have to be self-aware mm -hmm. to realize what you are lacking, whether it's professionally, um, emotionally or physically, yeah. you know, and that's, that's huge. Yeah. Um, do you have, do you have any, uh, in the kind of CrossFit world, do you have any kind of people that are at the top of your list? Any, anybody you look up to? You know, you don't have to, that's fine. Yeah. Like there are... I look up to Mark. He's, tall, he's <laughs> physically taller than me. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is going to sound bad, but I respect all CrossFitters at a high level. That is so much like grit and sacrifice. But for me, I look up to the people the most that have something outside of CrossFit. So whether it be like a full-time job or their moms mm -hmm. or whatever, mm -hmm. because... Okay, so not everybody can, so I could quit my job tomorrow. I'm still not gonna win the CrossFit Games. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's a lot of sacrifice and a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But for me personally, I can relate more to someone who has other things going on and they're still a total badass. So that's who I would say like I look up to most. Um, I can't think of any names. I know Valerie Robrel. I can't even say her name. But I know she's a teacher and a mom and mm-hmm. like makes it to the games every year and I feel like she doesn't get an, enough recognition for that. Yeah. That is like really badass and I don't think oh, yeah. people understand that. Yeah. She's a beast. Again, when you, when you... I can't say her name either. When you're, <laughs> when you're watching, when you're watching just about any high level sport... Mm-hmm. And everything looks so graceful and eloquent and mm-hmm. and easy. Mm-hmm. You don't realize the work that goes in the the work that goes in to perform a muscle up correctly, even just to work on a hollow mm-hmm. and arch and make it graceful is unreal. And yeah. you know when it looks so effortless, people just oh, they, they they almost discount it. Yeah. Right. And when you start discounting um, the amount of mm-hmm time sweat and energy that goes into it's it's I agree it's unreal what what actually is put in right to well, get to that and level. that's that's again a strong correlation to make between business too you know it's all these little habits and disciplines mm-hmm. as, as simple as it might sound just like consistently going to bed at the same time and getting up and mm-hmm. eating your food and and you know timing everything out and mm-hmm. prepping um if you're just running your business and you're training by the seat mm-hmm. of your pants oh, yeah you know, it's it's like, well, what am I gonna do today? Well, I don't know. I haven't thought of it yet. So yeah, um, yeah. So it's just there's there's so much crossover for mm-hmm. me, and that's why, you know, again, my CrossFit journey has not been always just like strict CrossFit. I'm just all in on CrossFit every single day. But there's always elements of CrossFit mm-hmm. in my in my mm-hmm. training personally, and because um, because that's I I believe well-roundedness is is essential to to life, not just you know training, but. I agree. Well, speaking of like routine, I've had a hard time like figuring out what works for me because mm-hmm. when you do own your business, you do have a little flexibility except when I have like appointments I have to be at. So I've tried like getting up early and working all day and going to the gym at night and I have found number one, I'm really tired and I'm kind of like peopled out. So I may not be the most cheerful, <laughs> the most open person that I normally am. And then number three, like sometimes I just don't show up. And so for me like lately i've been waking up really early like at five and i like to i mean i have a little routine like i like to eat breakfast and i like to do a little bible study just to kind of get my day right Mm -hmm. and then i've been going to the gym like before work and i shower there and i hate showering at the gym i wish i could (laughs) shower at home and like chill but i've realized i can't have both i can't have like a relaxing morning and Mm -hmm. get all the things done that i need so just like trying to find that time and then like scheduling routines for work so i like try to block out time for office time because if not like people will eat my time or like whatever it may be may eat your time and you and you're like oh my god it's five o'clock and i've done nothing so i think Mm -hmm. setting those like routines and like saying no when something doesn't fit within Mm -hmm. it is really Mm -hmm. really important whether it be in the gym if it's your hour to train like say no to happy hours and say no to things Mm -hmm. and it's hard because you want to have fun and do everything but you have to think about what your priorities are and if it's something that doesn't fit within your priorities unless you have free time by all means do whatever you want but if it's something that doesn't fit within your priorities you know it's something that you have to check off that list yeah that's it that's so big because (laughs) there's so many people that that everybody wants to say they want to work hard but when it actually comes down to waking up at 5 a.m you know mm-hmm. i suck at waking up early i don't it's, like it, it I, yeah it, you <laughs> it, know it, it takes a while right was it 30 days for a habit yeah it was 21 9 or something like that yeah. I, heard, like I used 20. to stress about it yeah yeah, like, yeah. Oh, if i don't wake up i you know yeah it's, it's it's very tough but you know again it's it's literally just you know that that stop it video stop it like or, or the yeah. opposite do it do just it. just just do it mm-hmm. just actually get up yeah. 
and do whatever you say you're going to do and actually make it happen. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, again, you can be the biggest talker, say you're going to do all this stuff, but unless you actually do it, you know, you're only again hurting mm-hmm. yourself. That's an old adage, but mm-hmm. it's it, it rings true every single time. That's a huge pet peeve of mine. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do, saying something, you know, people that are and this has nothing to do with CrossFit, but people that are like all talk and promise all these things and don't show up when they're supposed to mm-hmm. and don't whatever. I mean, as a business owner, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. When I say I'm going to be somewhere, I'm always that place, or I'll just say no. Yeah. Um, but backing up. I had a realization the other day. You know, every every from every job I've ever had, working at filling balloons at Party City to <laughs> being a field manager at a baseball field. Mm-hmm. You know, ever, any anything you've ever written out, it's like you know we need you know self starters and and mm-hmm. self motivated people. And you're like, I'm self motivated. And I don't think until we personally until mm-hmm. you know ownership came where it was like, oh, you actually have to be self motivated. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a yeah. Um, People count on you. Yeah. I'll, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back, and I want to talk a little bit more about kind of your motivations behind your everyday life. Okay. Right, we'll be right back. And we're back. We're here, uh, Everyday Athlete Podcast with Melissa Doss. Uh, we kind of finished, um, well, we talk, we're talking about your pet peeves, but uh, we could probably <laughs> go back to that. Uh, but I have several of them. Um, <laughs> one big thing I want to know is, and I'm sure Mark wants to know is, um, Talked about a little bit about the, the motivations in the sport. What about outside of <clears throat> outside the sport of CrossFit? Professional motivators, you know, and anybody that you kind of see that's kind of your guiding light. Yeah, um, I have I have a lot of mentors actually in my profession, and yeah. I think that is critical if you want to succeed. Um, I think people that don't reach out and ask for help are frankly stupid because m- mentors or or people in your profession that you know, have been in there for a long time. They love helping people. And I mean, I'm sure there, sure there's some that don't, but the people that I've reached out to, they have been like thrilled to answer my questions and to help me and just to like boost my confidence and help with my business and just help with anything. So, um, I mean like naming names, like nobody would know, but other attorneys in my profession, specifically females, which I think is really cool because you always hear that like females don't necessarily support other females. And I have found that to be very false. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Very cool. That's Mm -hmm. good. Um, Because yeah, we talked. We literally just had breakfast with one of our mentors today. Um, I'm still I'm still dragging from that breakfast. (laughs) Oh, Oh, was it at 8 a.m.? There's a lot of potatoes in there. Oh, Um, mean because it was early. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, there's and again, you have people who want to help because they've made those mistakes, Mm -hmm. and you're like, they're like, if I can steer you in the different direction for one of those. Then, then we've done our job, and that's kind of what we do with, uh, you know, down here on the floor where it's like, I've I've been doing this long enough that I've made enough mistakes where it's like, hey, I can take three months off of off of mm-hmm. your pain and agony of, mm-hmm. of trying to learn this if you just listen. I, I agree. You know, uh, and I guess that's kind of the frustrating part too, because mm-hmm. um, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, you have a lot of people where it's like they already know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not necessarily true. So Unfortunately, if you're know it all, I would definitely say you're not going to survive long. Um, yeah, Whether, in whatever you do, I in think. whatever yeah. you, you do, coach, you got to be coachable. Whatever you, you got to be coachable, not only in the gym but outside of the gym. Mm. And it's the people who are willing to adjust and are willing to learn and soak it in and let others help them out that I think are the people who succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you've you've trained just about uh, <clears throat> I don't know how many. I'll say you've switched gyms, but you, you basically, <laughs> you, you seek out people who are better than you, mm-hmm. right? And I mm-hmm. think that's a reason why you're better. 
than a lot of people, uh, right? Uh, is that was that a conscious decision? So it, honestly, it it depends. Um, so when I first started at a gym, um, I was at CrossFit and KY. They're a great gym. Um, I was there for I think like a year and a half, and I just wanted a little something more. And so I joined um, CrossFit the Tracks, and you know I love the Tracks. I think they have great coaching. And then CrossFit Conjugate reached out to me and asked me if I'd be interested on their team. So I trained there for a while and I got to work with uh, Lauren Chain Sweat. I got to meet like Louis Simmons, that was cool, like in the powerlifting yeah. world. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I learned a lot from those people. Um, and then like I've been to CrossFit Maximus and you know they have great coaches and I tra- like all the competitions that I get to do, I travel all over the world and I like, get to meet like really cool coaches and I try to soak it all in. and. Um, sometimes it's hard when there's like a lot of different information coming at you. And so I will generally take like what works for me and apply it. And if not, you know, like everyone has a different way of teaching things. Right. So you can't listen to everything, but I know the way you teach something may not work for me, but maybe the way Mark teaches it works for me or like some sort of cue. Um, so I, I listen to what everyone tells me and, um, try to coach me on. And then I, you know, like apply it to myself. So it's honestly, it's been a really cool experience. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm a gym hopper. Um, no, but, but that's not I'm a bad. A thing. That's not yeah. a bad thing though, because because yeah. again, it, it's it really comes down to you know, we are very community based. We have mm-hmm. an amazing community, um, but if if you feel like you can learn mm-hmm. from somewhere else, it's not like we have. You know, that's that's one of our big qualms, I think, just with CrossFit. Everyone plays their cards close mm-hmm. to their vest. Like, they have the secret to everything. It's mm-hmm. like, I'll tell you everything we do. I just, I want to take in as much information as possible. I agree. Right? You know? Um, and then it, there's the whole thing of you actually, actually have to go out and do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh-huh. and that's that's the execution mm-hmm. side of things. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, you can... You can draw up the best program in the world, but if you don't do it, um, yeah, you, can stick have the, to it. you can have the worst program in the world. Yeah. If you're doing it, it's going to be more effective. Yeah. That's been hard for me, like being on teams that has been hard, like sticking to one program. Hmm. Um, I followed an outside program for a while with Power and Grace. It was awesome, but I was also... That's a Spencer yeah, Arnold? Yeah, oh, Spencer's, Spencer's great. Awesome. Spencer and Joe, um, they yeah. were wonderful. But I was trying to follow that, and then I was also trying to do stuff for the tracks just mm-hmm. so I could... You know, do stuff with the community because it's not really fun sure. by yourself. Well, sure. you were was uh, as Power and Grace, weightlifting or CrossFit or both. It was both. Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah, because I, I follow. I personally follow a weightlifting program, mm-hmm. and then I will do our programming. And it is tough because idea. you yeah. because you balance. You have to balance out. Well, I can't do that workout today because I have heavy squats, or right. vice versa. Right. You know, and it becomes a double edged sword sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. But you are absolutely right. Like it's all right. Uh, go do double Grace by yourself sucks yeah no thank you yeah like and there's something to be said about the people who can do that mm-hmm. i've done it for years yeah but i'm at that point now i'm like oh, i just, just kind of want to be with other people have some fun yeah right yeah. it can't be mm-hmm. it becomes monotonous yeah. probably even at a high level of yeah. programming and yeah. you know all that stuff yeah i'd rather have someone next to me it's our first day of crossfit but they're like moving sure yeah. it's way better than being on your own well, that's our, our our community class our saturday classes hey find a partner yeah and it's like who needs a partner i and love they, partner then workouts they, then they roll their eyes when they're with me like, <laughs> like i don't want to i don't want you as my partner no one ever wants me either so. yeah yeah like you're i'm, you're, like, you're I'm a fun nice... i promise i'm fun yeah that's what i mean like, I'm, I'm not gonna hurt you i always time. say you know jared's a nice guy but his fitness is a jerk because <laughs> it's just relentless. And yeah. It's like, dude, just slow down, man. We should be partners then. All yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll do that one day. <laughs> we'll have my gimp ankle and your gimp ankle. Yeah. Or my gimp leg. This one's shorter than the other one. Oh, so your hips probably hurt. It's, it's like this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a. 
to, to go back to, you know, just the ability to take a step back and enjoy yourself, um, almost the, to the point of those first couple of years when you're getting into it Obsessed. and how, oh yeah, because, <laughs> but I mean, again, there's only so many movements you can do. They throw in, you know, the odd object every now and then, mm -hmm. and, and you can get a handle on it. But once you become very proficient at the muscle up or the pistols or, you know, that's why I've fallen in love with the sport of weightlifting mm -hmm. is because, you know, I'm only, my training age for weightlifting is only three years. My training age for CrossFit is like nine. Mm -hmm. So it's still very new and I'm still perfecting, you know, what I can do there. Three years. For, for, for weightlift, for, really? To, to really focus in on it. Yeah, it's only mm. been about three years. So yeah, that's what I mean. So it's still very new and mm -hmm. that's where that kind of excitement comes from. Mm -hmm. But then you still get to go back and do some fun things. We did, uh, I think we talked about it before in the podcast, the double up rope climb where you came down, had oh. to touch your butt on the ground in an L position and climb back up. Fun. I sucked terribly yeah. to that and I was super excited to do it mm -hmm. because I was, I was no good. It was something new to mm -hmm. learn. So that's the thing about CrossFit too. I feel like, like I had someone the other day ask me like, well, this is probably easy for you. And I'm like, it's really not like when you get a rope climb and you're great at rope climbs, you think you're just going to do them all the time. And then they throw in a legless and you're like, mm. wow, I can't do this. Yeah. Then you get really good at legless and then you have to do else it yeah. or you, you know, can't jump or whatever. If I, right. Or they cut, they cut the rope off 10 feet up. It's and awful. Have to jump. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like no matter how efficient or proficient you get in a movement, there's always more to learn at any level. Which is also why I love CrossFit. I think one of the uh, the yeah. questions that always comes up with our fundamentals people are like, "When does this get easier?" Never. <laughs> well, it doesn't. You just get better. At you it. just get better. You get better. Things and you go get stronger faster. And everything. Right. It Things feels easier. But hey, like AMRAPs. I hate AMRAPs because the fitter you are, the more freaking work you have to do. Yeah. I always hate those. Cindy and things, things, things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, it well. makes it very tough. Mm -hmm. um, so what's uh, what's what's going to be next on the youth? on you for the list then so you basically you said you had this plan and you know now you're working on the business where where do you think you're going to be within the next year or two now that you have some time to kind of take everything in and and starting to build a business more yeah it's a tough question um you don't have to have a plan oh no okay. <laughs> so i have things that i want yeah. to do i have things that i want to do so um, like I mentioned, my husband and I, we would love to have a baby in the next couple years. Um, I would also love to still compete. I don't know what level, but, uh, I would love to be on a team again. I don't know if I want to be on a team that makes it to the games and it's not because I don't want to go to the games, but I don't want to have to drive an hour or whatnot each way. I just don't have time to do it. Now, if you know, there was a team like in the region that was good enough to make it to the games, by all means, I would consider it, but I would love to be on, um, you know, a team at the tracks, if there's one, and make it to regionals and just have fun. You never know what's going to happen, but like sure. knowing that we probably wouldn't make it to the games, I would still have a blast. Or even if I don't do that, compete at local competitions with friends. I really don't want to do individual, um, but like partner and team stuff. And yeah, it's a it, partner stuff, just fun. So like, fun. You can mm -hmm. you can pace things more. You, it's it's enjoyable. The pressure yeah. is not 100% on you. Um, I actually work harder. Yeah, there. Really well, do. it's it really comes down. I think the science behind it is just, just your work to rest ratio, mm -hmm. you know, I agree. everybody, everybody, if you've got 30 seconds of rest, you can mm -hmm. go faster for mm -hmm. the 30 seconds you're working, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? So I definitely, <clears throat> I definitely like have plans for my family and, um, plans to compete again. I want my ankle to get healthy and I want to come back strong and not rush it. Um, so I don't cause like permanent damage and I want to continue to grow my business. My ultimate like dream job is to be a mediator. 
Um, mm -hmm. So I want to take steps to do that. I have to go back to school actually for that. So, I mean, it's just like a semester or whatever, like at night or whatever. Um, so I'd love to start that in the next couple years and continue my business, but like add that in. So I have big things that I want to work on yeah. and then also try to like chill a little bit more. I know everything I said is totally opposite of that, but I'm really trying to be more in the moment and more present, especially when I'm at home or when I'm with my friends. I'm just trying to like be where I am, if that makes sense. So those no, are that's, goals. That's huge. That's, yeah, that's I think happening. that should be a goal for everybody to I just agree. be present and in the moment, especially mm -hmm. with everyone on their phone and so on and so forth. Uh, this, you know, and again, it's a, it's an, it's somewhat necessary, you know, you gotta be connected to, uh, you know, if you're a business professional or, or you know, if you need to get back to people in a timely fashion for sure. Mm -hmm. But that's one of the things I'm trying to work in, mm -hmm. uh, for, for me personally is just be present in the moment and not like feel bad about, mm -hmm. you know, taking a day off here it's and hard. there yeah. and, uh, you know, doing, doing things of that nature. Because what I've found out is when you actually fully, you know, can disconnect, mm -hmm. um, you reconnect so much stronger. Um, so, you know, whether it's like the training, I'm sure like your first day back of training, uh, you know, whenever you can go full bore and if, if you've done it already, but I'm sure you're going to be like, mm -hmm. let's do this mm -hmm. and just get after it. And, uh, I, I feel like whenever, um, you know, I got married recently and we went on vacation. It was really the first one I've done in four years. And I was, I like feel like an idiot now saying that out loud because of just how much I got from just taking a week off and just sitting on a beach. And whenever I got back, I'm like, wow, I am ready to, to work. And, and too, you know, what the conference we were all just at, it's like no one ever is on their deathbed going, I wish I would have worked more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and people have always told me, and this is harsh to say, um, but even as a business owner and when you're the only person people can contact, like you're not that important. Like mm -hmm. me, I'm not that important that I have to be by my phone or my computer all the right. time. You know, if someone leaves me a voicemail, I'm, I know emergencies come up, but if someone leaves me a voicemail or texts me or whatever, like it can wait till tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, me responding immediately is not that important mm -hmm. to someone and I'm trying to learn that. And it's hard to like cut it off and say at this time I'm going to turn my phone off because I need to be present because if I work all night long, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's mm. just like a continuous cycle. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's a huge goal. You have, to, you have to set boundaries, right? You know, yes. for, for, for your yeah, clients. It's hard. And mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, you have, uh, if you're in the public <clears throat> eye quite a bit, I would say, I mean, at least social media wise, mm -hmm. right? What, how does that affect especially for females, right? You have, you almost are put in a role model situation. Like, does that affect your decision-making or is it just something that comes naturally? Like you've always been like, I, I you see what I'm kind of mm -hmm. saying here? Mm -hmm. Is that something that came naturally to you or is it just something you had to work on where like, oh, I have to make a conscious decision to do this or not do that? Yeah, both. Um, luckily, like most of my decisions along my life have been pretty straight and narrow, but being in the spotlight, I feel a lot of pressure, not bad pressure, but a lot of pressure to be a good role model for like young girls or, or anybody really, but I really try to watch what I say and you know, just in my everyday life and on social media because you know, I could act like I'm an angel on social media and walk around saying cuss words to everybody and it mm. people talk, you know, and I don't want to be that person. So I really try to be the same person all the time. Sure. And I try to watch what I say and I try um, to not do certain things. And of course, no matter what your intentions are, people will always take things as, you know, I've had people say when I post like a selfie or a picture of me in a sports ball that I'm just like trying to get attention. Right. And then other people say, you're so inspirational. 
inspirational and other people are like yeah you can't control you, you can't, can't control, control it. It. no and so yeah. early on you know i was like oh my gosh i don't want these people to think i'm an attention seeker if i do this and now i'm like you know what like it's the way I am. That's not my intention. My intention is to show people what I'm doing and to show people that you mm. can do certain things. And yes, if I'm a role model, that's great. But me pretending to be something that I'm not is not the kind of role model I want to be anyway. Right. Um, mm. But it does. I am very conscious to, to not, um, you know, like post pictures of me. You know, I don't get drunk anyway. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm very conscious of what I do, not just for people on social media, but for people in everyday life because. I definitely think people are always watching regardless of who you are and I've had so many people that know me from other people and you know it's how I've gotten clients yeah. from a business so I I think people are always watching um, and I try not to do things or say things that my mom wouldn't approve of yeah yeah and, and I think that it's gonna bleed over into you and it's clearly I've known you long enough that that's just who you are yeah. you know I would I definitely I would agree with you you are mm -hmm. the same person you say you try are. to be yeah okay. um, what uh so going back to again maybe that role model status but mm -hmm. like what would you say to someone who's just starting out who's pretty apprehensive just about crossfit because again it it's still unfortunately we fight the stigma of like mm -hmm. of crossfit mm -hmm. uh daily you're gonna get bulky yeah yeah i touched the weight i, I have worked so hard to get uh, big muscles thank you yeah and so the minute i saw working out they yeah mm -hmm. um I actually get a lot of questions about this. I get people in public and they say like, well, I can never do that. You have to be good to start CrossFit or you have to be whatever. I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. You see the people at the CrossFit games and yes, they're all beautiful and fit and whatever, but that is not what the average CrossFitter is or what they look like or what their goals are. Like most people's goals are to feel great and look great and chase after their kids and be able to hike and do all these things. So I always, when people say like, I'm not fit enough to start CrossFit, I'm like, you need to change your perspective. You know, you really need to come in the gym and take a class, take a couple classes because you don't want to base it off of one. Um, but so that's something that I say, like, number one, not all CrossFitters look like me. Um, which yes, to some people, my body inspires them, but other people, it's probably really disheartening. And people have told me that before, not in a right. mean way, but just like, you know, I don't want to come in the gym if everybody's as fit as like you guys, right. which makes me sad, but it's just how some people are. I get it. And then I've had other people who start and they're like, Hey, when can I get a muscle up? I want to go to the CrossFit games. I want to do this. And I'm like, you have no idea how much work it takes. Yeah. It's, it's almost, <laughs> it's, it's almost a backhanded compliment because you know, mm -hmm. it's definitely uh, backhanded compliment because you're, you understand what they're saying. But yes. again, you're like, they're sliding. Yeah. yeah. They're sliding that, that work that has to be yeah. put in to get there. I'm like, Hey, listen, yes, things I've picked up easy, more easily than other people, but it took me almost a whole year to get a freaking double under yeah, like right. things don't happen right. overnight. And they didn't for me. Right. It's that constant showing up every day and putting in the work, um, that I have to tell people and that that's hard sometimes, mm -hmm. but I, I hear all those different things. Yeah. Small habits make big changes. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it really is a lifestyle change, mm -hmm. you know. Or like eating healthy. They're like, well, I could never, I could never have muscles or I could never look like that. And I'm like, I make decisions every day to eat healthy. And yes, yeah. I like eat cheeseburgers and drink beer and all that. But overall, like I try to do healthy things to benefit my life because if you don't wake up one day super fit or you don't wake up one mm -hmm. day like super overweight, you know what I'm saying? It's like the small things that add up and yep. it's a good thing and a bad thing. The right. difference, the 1% difference over a long amount of time. <laughs> um, I know you have to go. We always like to end our, our uh, conversation with just a pretty broad question. It's pretty awesome to see what everyone's answer is. So uh, what is your definition of fitness? 
don't know. Um, I don't think... So I don't think fitness is associated with being an athlete. I personally think fitness is like being able to enjoy everyday life and be able to enjoy nature and also like weightlifting and fishing and um, walking. Just being fit and the fitness for me just means like staying active in your everyday life. And um, I hope that everyone finds something that they enjoy in the fitness industry or multiple things. Sure. That's a yeah. hard question. Ask, no, it, me, it, ask it, me a better one. It is. <laughs> no, it's, it's great because, again, it, it, it really does come down to, you know, doing – the reason we are here is to do other things. Yes. Right. <laughs> like it's yes. – we're not doing this so that you can do Karen, you know, in under a certain amount of time. Please don't make that your goal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, it's like uh, I get the, the hiking bug, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like – but I – I get it because mm-hmm. I can do it now, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, it's, it's all intertwined, you I know, agree. this is, there is something to the buzzword of functional fitness, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anyways, we'll, we'll, uh, wrap things up there. I know you have to go. Uh, thank you all for listening to everyday athlete. Join us next week as we dive deep into the lives of the people who make us great. Thanks. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you thank very you. much.